Ping Frankel, Montefilia stretching late, Arapahoe just in front and Arapahoe won the tanker just. Hello everyone, welcome to Thoroughbred Weekly on this Sunday morning as we have a look back at what happened yesterday at Rose Hill, the uh, Vinery and the Tankwood Stakes. The Vinery was a great moment, we saw a wonderful filly in prowess, Roger James describing her as maybe the best he's ever trained and he's trained about 37 Group 1 winners. Ron Doversy and Corey Brown. Yeah, some big performances there yesterday, which we'll touch on, and uh, a good end to the Rose Hill Carnival. Uh, on a track I thought was 10 out of 10, outstanding prepared yeah. track yesterday. No, I thought it was the same. It raced you know, really evenly. Um, I thought it raced better than Golden Slipper Day, but yep. would rail out. It was great. Yep. Good day's racing. Let's go straight to Prowess because uh, she was uh, the big talking point on the day. And it's certainly Roger James' comments after the race describing her as maybe the best he's ever trained. She's on the plane today, straight back to New Zealand. This was the plan. Come here, grab the vinery, hit and run, go home and prepare for the spring. Yep, and he's got a plan and he'll stick to it as well. And gee, she's got a set of lungs on her, this yeah. filly. And she, she, she doesn't really travel like she did in New Zealand when she won at a previous start, but when she opens up yeah. and puts them away, Corey. She looked a little bit flat-footed when she first straightened for home. Yeah, she does that. The moment that Mark um, switched her stick over to the left hand and give her a bit of a wake-up, she changed the lead leg and just exploded. She, mm. was, oh, she was actually really good. I think Soul Choice helped her when she quickened at the right time because Chad was there and he said, oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you exactly where I want you on, on Pavitra. But once they quickened and opened up a bit, it really helped this filly because she needed a bit of room to just gather that momentum there and go on with the job. So how exciting is it thinking of what she's going to do in the spring? Mm. You know, how what... could you not be tempted to keep her here? Well, that's what that's why he's been training so successfully. Yeah. He's, 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 he would have thought out she's had a long preparation. Yeah. Do I gut her at a mile and a half? She'd look to, to us, yeah. looking at her, she'd look like she'd lead up a mile and a half. But Roger knows her so well. He scratched her out of a New Zealand derby when she was favourite, mm. thinking, "Look, I'm worried about hitting the mile and a half when I've hit a sweet spot at 2,000 metres." Mm. So, and and I think it was. Yesterday was brought up, you know, something like the Golden Eagle, you know, like, and that'd be a beautiful fresh race for her. Yeah. Uh, 1,500 metres just being stretching, being strong at the end of that, which has been proven in the past. You know, I'm, there's, there's so many options for a filly like mm. her. Well, let's go and hear from uh, Roger James and Mark Zara and the jockeys behind. I could have waited 40 years for this one. Really? She's special. Could be the best? Yep. What makes you say that? We've just seen her once. Things that I haven't had another horse that can do, um, and I've been very blessed. I've had Zonda, who was always the benchmark, um, Silent Achiever. I've had some lovely horses over the years. Um, I've won this race with 60 seconds, but uh, this filly does special things. And uh, as I just said, I've been I've been the strapper this week, and uh, I was here before her and. Um, uh, I've never left her side and she's just got a great brain and um, I think she's untapped. The $10 million Golden Eagle here in October. Mm, I was aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> just lobbed, you know, I just, they took a while to sort of get me covered up and when she did she went to sleep and even I had to wait, obviously the two in front to kick before I could ease off the heels and um, it's not easy to do that, like two not bad horses kick and she was able to sort of change gears and had him reeled in halfway down the straight and made a mess of him. She looked like she just floated when she first entered the straight, but as soon as you got the whip over to the left hand, she just exploded. Yeah, um, watching her replays, and Roger said that, it's sort of um, only chink she's got. She gets a bit wavy with a bit of room, but once I able to get the whip over and had a bit of focus, and uh, was able to sit up and uh, enjoy the group one. Chad Schofield, Provitra. Yeah, she ran well. Our race went to plan. Um, for credit to the winner, she got beaten by an absolute weapon. Taylor Schiller, Fireburn. She was terrific. She jumped really well today. I don't think a worry will be 2,400. I think she'll get that plenty. Um, I think that's where she's going next. Sam Clipper and Pierre Rosser. She's gone terrific. Just got shuffled back at her vital stage, but she's put in a very, um, very good run for an Oaks uh, next start. Tom Mark won Byron Bell. Yeah, uh, got a real good trip round and run super. Karen McAvoy, Infinitive. It was a good run by her. We ended up posted with that cover and she stayed on well, so she's, um, she'll enjoy Randwick if they go there for the Oaks. Brett Preble, Polygon. 
Yeah, much better run. Probably up to probably a more suitable trip and uh, definitely a little bit of juice in the track she liked that. Tim Clark, sole choice. Uh, yeah, look, she gave a, she gave a good sight. She built up nicely coming into the term. Just um, just that last little bit, she was out in her feet. Nashua Willa Cordyer. Look, she was very honest at that trip. She's probably better suited, you know, the mile. Tom Sherry, so dazzling. Um, she landed in a good spot early. The pace has sort of came out and we got shuffled back. She finished off okay. Brenton Avdala, Frankie's midan. I was happy enough with her. It's just a tick over run she probably needed to have going towards the Oaks. Obviously, back in trip, she lacked a turn of speed. Uh, probably can't roll the, the new Kiwi filly, but she wasn't beaten far off second there today, so I think she'll run well in the next. Robbie Dolan, Stormy Witness. Yeah, she doesn't have a lot of experience, so she didn't disgrace herself today. Rachel King, Whiskey Wisdom. Uh, just a bit outclassed today. Well, one thing they don't have to worry about in the Oaks is prowess. Let's talk about the Oaks. What about the second horse who gave a great sight to Petra? She did, and I think she holds favouritism on that because yep. she got put paid to, and then she's a sit sitting shot for the pack, yeah. and she holds them off. So the market didn't penalise her at all for getting beaten, nor should it. Um, Fireburn, well, full steam ahead, hoping for a wet track for the Oaks. And yeah, I thought she was much better yesterday. Yeah. Um, she's been very disappointed, I think, this preparation, but she was much better yesterday. Perossa was good. She's got a sense of timing about her. Got to fix that attitude. She's got to oh, scour attitude about her. awful in the enclosure. They're yesterday. terrible. Didn't want to, I thought she was going to flip over or yeah. just didn't want to go on the track, but that might be just her. Mm. And uh, I thought Polygon was much better. I was worried about her after Kembla, but she'll just eat up that distance at Ramwick, and I'm, I'm really respecting her. Byron Bell was good, so Dazzling was okay. Infinitive was good, but I don't think she's nominated for the Oaks, so um, I didn't see her in any market, so she's probably not in it. So the Oaks is wide open with obviously Pavitra holding on to favouritism there, although there's a little Melbourne filly in there that might run well. Let's have a listen to uh, Richard Friedman and Gary Portelli. She's run very well. You know, you run second in a group one, that's always a good run. Um, the winner was too good for us today. Uh, she just they, they put in a couple of soft sectionals round between about the 1200 and the 800, very soft sectionals, you know, tied 12s, low 13s, I think. And that sort of will let the ones with a bit of better turn of foot than her, you know, that suits them. She probably wanted to roll a little bit faster than that. But having said that, I got no criticism of the ride. It was, he put her in exactly the right spot. And I thought at the top of the straight, she was going to win anyway. But the other filly just out sprinted us. So she will run the 2400 metres. We know that, we've seen that before. And uh, she's beaten the rest of them, so <laughs> onto the Oaks. Yeah, very proud of her, mate. You know, there's a lot of pressure going into the race today. Golden Slipper winner going around over 2,000 metres. Um, got to a lovely uh, spot. Great ride by Tyler. Uh, got her a good dig out of the gates. Had to use a bit of petrol to get to that spot. And she travelled beautiful and um, had to cut back to the inside, which is probably not the best place to be today. But GC looked good going through the line and uh, looking forward to, you know, stepping up the 2,400 now. Before the race, Pavitra was 350. She's now 250. Pier Rossa into six. Uh, Pier Rossa, firm from 11. Polygon was eight. Fireburn was 26. Yeah, there's plenty of firming there. Not much uh, releasing the bell. I think Queen Air's the one. Um, looking at her last start win in Melbourne, she's the one that's uh, out of sight, out of mind at the moment. So that's day two of the championships. Let's go to the uh, Tancred now. And Arapahoe is a Group 1 Wait for Rage winner. Yeah, he's just been under the radar all the way through, running good races for two preparations. Now got the charm run. And uh, what an association Rachel's had with this horse, Corey. Yeah. She, she just, she gets along so well with him. Like, it just, it's, it's great. Um, oh, she, she's, she's one of those jockeys, the moment you think that she's not riding well, Rachel King, you turn your back on her and she's, she's there in the winner's circle. Montefilio was a touch unlucky. Ronnie, as you know, about the 500 metre mark, she, I don't know whether she hit a, a hole or a bad patch in the track, but she scrambled and brushed herself and just, I, I actually thought she'd gone amiss, um, but she slowly but surely gathered herself up and worked to the line. She was, you know, she was definitely unlucky yeah. with that happen. Um, King Frankel, I thought he was great. He was enormous. <laughs> he was enormous. He, he put the pressure on a long way out with yeah. a weight for age. He drops nine kilos into the Sydney Cup. Yeah. If, if he runs two mile, he's going to be very hard to beat in the Sydney Cup. So, But he's just untried at the distance. But What happened to Monophilia at the 500? Are we yeah. going to see it on this? Look, she was here? bolting. She was bolting coming to this stage. And then she, I reckon she's just knocked herself. Mm. One of the legs has hit the other legs and she's just lost confidence and momentum. And I think we can safely say, if that didn't happen, she probably wins. Yeah, without a doubt, for sure. She faltered, the stewards report says, faltered near the 500, um, at which time gave 
Dylan, the impression she may have been galloped on, but she was in the clear. She was nowhere near yep. any other horse. Uh, and then he thought, well, his immediate concerns were that she may have gone amiss. And yeah. she pulled up one out of five lane. Yeah, well, there you go. That explains it all. Um, look, while, while singing the praises of King Frankel, I still think Cleveland's oh, the proven stayer. It was the good. And he was... drops to 51 from 59. So yeah. it's looking a really, really interesting Sydney Cup. You haven't seen, I haven't seen this footage. This is um, Reese and Zach. They've, they've come out the front to try and cheer home Dylan. Dylan Gibbons, only to fall short. They're... They're willing each other on, all four of them, all four of the boys. <laughs> they're uh, they're very happy for Tyler. You know them better than us, Corey. Yeah, no, they're going good. They're bouncing off one another and it's just, it's good camaraderie, like um, for the young kids coming through and they're all riding extremely well. They're like a little wolf pack in that jockey's room. They all <laughs> yeah. sit together? No, I think they've got to separate them. They're all going good. Mm. Wait till they're taking each other's girlfriends out. <laughs> <laughs> the, man the managers might have to get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's, um, here are the, uh, the, the uh, wedding trainer, Bjorn Baker and Rachel King. Thought the track would play his way, and uh, Rachel just gets on with them so well. So, uh, Esther's my racing manager, but uh, <laughs> it's super, super ride, and uh, just a big thrill. Big, it's very competitive, Sydney. You, you need a headline horse, and thankfully, I've got him. Did you think it was ever going to be a Rapaho? Uh, this time last year was struggling that we couldn't get a rider in a benchmark 78 race. He was really struggling and, and what he did last time in, in terms of getting to the Melbourne Cup, he just kept improving and improving. He's 15th up into the Melbourne Cup. I think we keep him going. I'll have him about 16th <laughs> up this time. <laughs> so onto the Sydney Cup? Oh, I think you have to now. He's well weighted now. He's a weight for age winner and uh, he's back in the Melbourne Cup, so really we've got options. So, no, it's, it's just fantastic. I've got a lot of my best supporters in this horse, so I uh, really appreciate it. I just know he's got a, the biggest heart ever, this horse. He's not the biggest in himself, but I actually said to Luke, even on the way here, whenever Arapaho's running, it's a good day because you just know he's going to try his hardest. And, he certainly showed them what he can do today. He set up good when King Frankel actually injected a bit of speed in the race coming to the 700. It really made the race for you. It did, yeah, definitely. Look, he, he's a sort of unique kind of stayer where he has got a very good turn of foot as well, um, but that really helped him just... He was still trucking through his gears when, when everyone else was sort of off the bridle in front of me and I had to try and be a little bit patient and wait because I didn't want to get there too soon. Two more. Easy. Dylan Gibbons, Montefilia. Yeah, a bit sickening. She um, hit a bad patch of the 600 and... I thought she broke down for a couple of strides, so she's done a good job to regather herself and get that close. Tyler Schiller, King Frankel. He's run super. I can't wait for the Sydney Cup when he gets down in weight, but he's looking for that trip as well. He's, he's going really well. Nash Rewilla, Vow and Declare. Yeah, look, he went super. Um, you know, I'd like to think they gave him here for the Sydney Cup. He'd be very, very hard to beat. Karen McAvoy, Cleveland. Great run, yeah. He's um, travelled well around there and showed he's in good form. He finished off well the last furlong. Tim Clark, Knight's Order. Yeah, he's running very consistently. He's probably just uh, looking to get some cut in the track. Mark Zara, Gold Trip. Yeah, footy ran super today. Just had to go back a little bit too far from the draw, but I reckon he's spot on for the Sydney Cup. Sam Clippert and Stockman. Yeah, it was the wrong race wasn't run to suit, but I do believe he's still right on track. Regan Bayless, Sir Lucan. Yeah, I thought he was sound. John Allen, Explosive Jack. Um, his run was OK. Um, look, he'd be better suited, I think, by the Randwick track, and um, just went a little bit slow for him. Tom Markwin, Salino. Yeah, um, ran OK. Obviously, he's a horse that wants to get over a bit further with a bit wetter ground, too. Chad Schofield, Saracen Knight. He wants heavy ground. Josh Parr, Tappy's lad. Uh, he was beaten a long way from home. I hope he pulls up OK. Cleveland did nothing to harm his Sydney Cup chances, and he's a firm favourite now in front of Arapaho and King Frankel. Yeah, I think that market's pretty right. King Frankel might be a little firmer there, and um, there's a couple, um, a few more things to go under the bridge there, but Cleveland, I think, was uh, considering 59 to 51, and King Frankel, 59 to 50, and coming out of that race, which has to be a good form line for a Sydney Cup. So Cleveland went six into 4.50, Frankel went 11 into eight, Arapaho 26 into eight. Yeah. Uh, now, Montefilia won't be going there, uh, but here's David Payne after the race. David Payne, your mare's done you proud as always. Yeah, look, uh, on the day the Bedors beat us, but uh, I think around the bench she just lost her stride for a while. You said she sort of hit a, hit a soft patch 
but uh, a few more strides we, we would have got him. So. She was travelling beautifully midfield in the run. Did you think that move mid-race by King Frankel to speed it up hurt your horse's chances or not? No, I don't think so. If she didn't stumble, she would have got up. But all credit to the winner. You know, he's a fit horse and, yeah, I can't take that away from him. Where to now? Uh, we'll look at the Queen Elizabeth. So Queen Elizabeth, we'll get to that race later. Uh, King Frankel now, he's Mark Newnham. Mark Newnham, we've just seen a sensational Tancred Stakes and your horse, King Frankel and Tyler Schiller, the jockey, made it sensational with that mid-race move. Yeah, look, he, he'd, had a, he'd had a pretty easy time of it up until then and the leaders had had, had a, a steady enough run. Um, you know, we had discussed prior that, um, you know, he needed to have the race run to play to his strengths and his strengths are that, that he stays well. Um, you know, weight for age races can be run sit and sprint a lot of the time, so we needed to take a little bit, bit of that away from them. You know, he was disadvantaged at the weights today, but he showed today on that dropping down nine kilos up to two miles, he's going to be well suited. Let's go to the Australian Cup. The brothers have gone back to back in the Australian Cup. It was Ed Cummings last year with Jewess, and this year it's uh, James with Cascadian. What a season he's had. What's that, 11 for the season or something? Yep. It's, uh, he's had his best season ever as far as Group 1s are concerned. He kept his cool, Mellum. Um, he was bolting at the 800 and just things weren't happening for him, but they did late. So patience personified wins the day here. He kept his cool. Numerians run a bottling race. Poundings burst through there. Uh, the Derby horse didn't have much luck getting runs there. Virtuous circle. So he might be one to keep an eye out, an eye out for. That's just the way to ride that horse, though, Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. You've you got to ambush. You've got to just stalk late on him, you know, like a sniper. <laughs> mm, like a sniper, like Collett. Uh, now, let's go to the TJ Smith market. Let's have a look at this. This is going wow. to be some race. Mm. This, this is day one. This is the highlight of day one. Look at a the big Doncaster and a Derby, but this TJ Smith, if they all, t if they all turn up... With their A game. You're going, to have, you're going to have... This is the big highlight on day one, and then the Queen Elizabeth, the big highlight on day two. That's mouth-watering. That's the... Uh... The Everest of the autumn for sure. And yes. Zach's coming back, Corey, to Zach's ride Giggy back and Joey Marrera. So, yeah. Yeah, that was big news during the week as well. Joey Marrera's going to be here for six weeks. Yeah. yeah, I think that's been around for a while. Everyone just forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was always his plan to come back here uh, from the championships onwards to right through into winter, really. How are you going to approach Nature Strip? I don't know. I don't know. We've got to look at the speed map first and yeah. work, work that out. Mm. Um, McDonald's talking him up. He'll have to be at his best to beat in secret giga kick what he did the other day, Ooh. and I wish I win. He's going to be just if he if he runs, um, he's a real dark horse. Yeah, it's a, and and then that's not talking about the rest of them that, who are, you know, Yamazoo's and that. Mm. Yeah. You know, they're champion sprinters. Here's a bit of footage. Uh, I think it's done on the phone of Lost and Running working at Hawkesbury on Saturday morning. Now, things haven't gone to plan for really the last. Five, four or five months, have they? It's just the timing of... They've only been little issues, yeah. but it's just the timing of them. They've been horrible. You know, in the morning of an Everest and then the, you know, just going into his first up run. Yeah. But, look, he, he showed there that he's back in business, so hopefully he can get there on Saturday and he'll... I'd suggest he might need a run at that level, yeah. mm. but he's up to him. Well, let's hear from uh, John O'Shea after that gallop at Hawkesbury, and he's also got uh, Cafe Millennium to line up in the size on day one. Uh, Kerwin's Lane has qualified for the Doncaster, winning the Ingham and getting that golden ticket. So here's John with his runners. He just needed a little trip and a float and stretch his legs on a good track and Hawkesbury Race Club were very kind to offer that facility and we, uh, we jumped at the opportunity. Cafe Millennium was involved in a barrier trial at Ramwick during the week. The tight inside track looked like it was having trouble handling it. <laughs> he just struggles to get around those tighter circumferences. To be fair though, they weren't a pretty serious gallop. You know, this one's sub 103, so they weren't loafing. Um, he got himself organised the last 100 and, uh, and worked the line nicely. You know, he's had a week in a paddock, so he's probably a bit rusty as well. So that'll just bring him on nicely, a bit of a gallop Tuesday. We're going to give some consideration to some gear adjustments in terms of what happens in the barriers and maybe an extension and a set of winkers, a few different things, just to make sure that, you know, he does everything right on race day. That's the English size, of course, and Kerwin's Lane has been headed for the Doncaster for a long time. Yeah, we've got a couple of chances there. Uh, we've got Kerwin's Lane, obviously the Villiers winner, and a good performance the other day, and the rider drops down and wait, and then 
Lions Raw will head there as well. Uh, I was very happy with him first up in the rider, drops down to 52, and I'm sure that he will acquit himself well. And finally, what's the plan going forward with your two out of the tunnel today? Awesome, John and Stroke of Luck. Well, one of them, uh, he, he's still waiting to get out now, and um, he didn't overexert himself, I suppose, a Stroke of Luck, so uh, he can head to the derby, uh, I'm sure, with fresh legs. Uh, awesome, John, we're just going to give a bit of thought to. Um, my prefer I think he's a bit of a risk beyond 10 furlongs. Uh, I'm going to recommend to Stan that we put a set of blinkers on him and drop him back to the Carbine Club. Uh, but we'll see what Sam wants to do. And if he's uh, keen to go to Perth, well, we could also prepare him to run in the Derby in Perth. All right, so let's have a look at this size market, also day one. A cylinder, there hasn't been any talk that he's not going there, mm. so he's still on target. Don Corleone, yes. V8, yes. Brave Meat, Cafe Millennium, Empire of Japan. Uh, Greg Pritchard spoke to Paul Snowden yesterday. No Godzilla. Oh, that's disappointing. I thought he had a good hope. Anyway. Um, Cannonball, no TJ. Uh, Bonus Notches, no TJ. He's going to have a gallop on Tuesday and he may go to the Arrowfield. OK, he's been carefully handled. Yep. Um, and the other news for the country championships is that Jay McDonald has found himself on the, one of the three equal favourites in the country championships, <laughs> Talbragar. Ah, someone got the Jay Mac Pat. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no, 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 there was no, no Pat needed. No, no oh, Pat. Aaron Bullock yeah. was committed to Akasawa. Oh, okay, yeah. And he rode Talbragar, oh, so he'd already committed going. to Akasawa, so the ride was available. Okay. There was no, thanks, champ, but I'll take over now. <laughs> he could probably he could oh, look after get on the other one if he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and have a look at uh, Tapple Doodle Doo. <laughs> Winning the Tullock. Okay, let's go to the Tullock Stakes, and uh, this was a boil over. Tapple Doodle Doo came down from Brisbane with little known trainers. Uh, Kerry Taplin uh, shocked a lot of people. It was 20 to 1. It wasn't 100 to 1. Yeah. It was a 20 to 1 shot, but Ronnie. We'll talk about the race, and then we'll talk about the sire. Yeah, incredible. Luckily, he, look, he showed us up. It was a good performance. Yeah. He, he ground them down, and you can't say it was a lucky win. Maybe there was an unlucky runner behind him, but he he was very good. He, he, was, he really presented well in the yard, um, given a great ride by Reese Jones. Um, what's Johnny O'Shea's horse? Stroke, stroke of luck. luck. It needed a stroke of luck. <laughs> Tommy Mark and riding like that, he might end up with another broken collarbone. Yeah, he was going where there was no man dare there. Uh, no, he was good. Major Bill was good. He stuck it out well. I was doubting he's staying talent there going into the race, but he fought back after doing work. Yeah, awesome. done, done a lot of work early. Yeah, and awesome John, interesting John's comments. Full of sincerity was good, like a real mile and a half. Uh, one of those horses that's going to be you know, really running on when they're out in their feet in the derby. Uh, Prasir who also side Prowess yep. and has side other Group 1 winners this season, Levante, yep. Lazaga, uh, um, uh, the Australian Guineas winner, yep. Ken Kelso also trains, uh, Legato. He's a superstar. He, he, look, he doesn't, we all think, you know, I'm Invincible's uh, a, a champion side, but I reckon this was, a, I haven't looked at the figures, they'd be there somewhere. He'd have more Group 1 winners this season than any other, any other stallion mm. in the land, I'd where, suggest. Where stand at? Rich Hill Stud in New Zealand. He is a super stallion. Mm. He he's, is, a, he's a brother to Divine Prophet, who won yep, the yep. Guineas. Yeah. I'm sure he started, I think he was a lightly, he started up. He raced in Australia. I think, don't think he was over-raced. Yeah, yeah, you rode against him. He led up... He led up in the Cox Plate, Ocean Park. You rode oh, yeah. the Aero. Yep. Okay, so he, that's he, he, yes. he, led he led up. up. There was, I think, um, All Too Hard, mm -hmm. Piero, Prasia. They were the three-year-olds in that Cox Plate. Yeah. Back Incredible. He's yeah. done, he's done a Gay had him. Yeah, he's done Ooh. a great job. A great job. Um, Righty, yeah, well... Uh, Kerry Taplin, she was a bit too shy to talk to us. Maybe was just overwhelmed by the uh, circumstance. Her, her stats read she'd had one Group 3 runner and one listed runner. And now she's got a Group 2 uh, winner in Tapple Doodle Doo and it goes to the Derby. Now, before we go to Reese jones with more love. More <laughs> love in the apprentice jockey's room. Here they are waiting for Reese to come back. The Wolfpack... Zach. Oh, how Dylan, lovely. Tyler. Look, I, 
cuddles. I know we live in this wokey world now, and that's great, but this is not a team sport. <laughs> this, is not a, this is not a team sport we're working with. They're, they're playing ring-a-ring-a-rosie. <laughs> Honestly, uh, it was like a scene from Maths. <laughs> a bad one. A bad one. <laughs> here's Reese. Here's Reese Jones. Oh, it, was, it was a little bit tricky going into that first corner. I had to probably relinquish the spot that I wanted to be and travel that little pair closer um, and a little bit further back. Sorry, and um, just re relax. Gave me a lovely ride behind. The speed seemed good mid race. Yeah, look, it was very genuine. Um, it was. It made it a, a genuine staying trip, which is great to see instead of a sin sprint. But um. Look, just when I asked for an effort, it kept on responding and, yeah, couldn't be pleased though. Will she get further? I think so, absolutely. You know, I wouldn't put it past him. Um, only little, but tries hard and great to get a, get a win for Kerry. Good, brave effort from, from an on-speed on position. I thought he battled that out really well. Nice horse. He's taken, blown a few of the cobwebs out today, so to speak, as far as a bit of nervous energy. But um, his last 100 for the derby was terrific. Lovely run. He's enjoyed going out to 2,000 metres out today and put forward a good effort. Tough enough for round, just couldn't get the space, but um, he's in good form. Can we just go back to the footage of Corey cuddling one of them? Oh, come on. Tyler Schiller. I've Toughen opened, these kids up. I've opened the floodgate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, um, here's Adrian Bottom, Major Beal. Followed a traditional path for him, um, yeah, with obviously the derby in mind. That's the type of run that we wanted to see from him today. Um, you know, obviously got beaten, but I still thought there was um, yeah, plenty of merit to the performance and, um, yeah, a lot to... Lot to be confident with pushing forward towards the derby. When the horse returned to the enclosure, I heard one of the connections ask him if he's going to win a derby next week. He didn't answer. What's your answer? Look, I, I think he's right on track. You know, as you said, it's a proven um, path that he's come through. I thought he's performed excellent. Um, you know, he looks like he'll run out a strong derby derby trip, and you know, he's settling well over these types of trips. So uh, he's got the pedigree to stay, and he's on, on the right path. OK, here's the market for the Derby next Saturday, day one of the championship. Sharp and Smart will be here, a runner-up in the Victoria Derby, winner of the New Zealand Derby, and you've got horses like Andalus and Full of Sincerity and Mark Twain all coming out of that New Zealand Derby. The top Australians, Manzois and Pericles. Yeah, good Derby. Uh, good. It'll be a good betting affair with differing opinions. Uh, can't wait to see the makeup of that field on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, barrier draws, live barrier draw, 9.30am, Doncaster and Derby. But the other championship races, the TJ and the Size, they will come out. They'll okay. be done okay. They'll uh, be a double... via, via the normal way at Racing New South Wales on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Oh, love it. Yeah. And Wednesday, the country championships, along with all other races, will come out. But yeah. you'll have at least four races come out on Tuesday. Well, yeah, we know so... what's in the country championship. That's right. So you've got the, uh, the early start this week, and that will happen again on day two of the championships with those championship races released on Tuesday. How many functions this week? No, barrier draw and... Hopefully that's it. <laughs> Form. He's got ten races to do. Mm, I, like getting, I like getting a head start, though. Here's, um, here's the emancipation stakes, and this was uh, Chris Waller, one, two, three, a trifecta. Roots beating a tissue, speaking of ring-a-ring-a-rosy. Well, uh, yes. Uh, look, uh, she is just so, so genuine, this mare. She was very flat second up, yep. but she bounced back big time here. He's a great tactician, Abdullah. He is. He's, he's riding great, too. Like, he, he rode another winner on the weekend. It looked like it was never going to get beat. But oh, I just love when he puts him into the race. He, he, he really knows the right time into the race. He's got a great clock in his head. Um, a tissue, Nash, was, I, I thought, the run of the race. Got home from last. Um, yeah, that track raced unbelievably fair yesterday. Yeah, no, she was uh, she was good roots, and that was like Chris says it was her grand final. So, and a tissue, wow, uh, that's an enormous performance from her. And a fine point can be placed to advantage in the coming weeks early in a preparation as well. Bring the ransom was pretty good at you, Judge. Bjorn was giving, said Bjorn yeah, said it would run well. He wasn't far off, I'll tell you. Statement was plain. I must say she might be a wet tracker. She might be a wet tracker, the uh, import there. He, yes, uh, uh, who rode? Uh, Johnny Allen. He was in the stewards room, very one-paced in the straight. He planned to build yep. her into the race, which she couldn't yep. do. Pass mark would prefer give. No, I think so. Just yep. wants a wet track. So we're back on the drawing board with her. These, these internationals all think out, come out here thinking they're going to guarantee heavy track. Yeah. It's not going to. It's not always like that. No. no. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris Waller and Brenton Abdullah. 
Yeah, they're not superstars, but she's a Group 2 winner, Roots, and the others have picked up Group 2 placings, so it's worked out really well. A massive run from the second horse too. Yeah, came from last, um, first up, and yeah, she's obviously in for a good prep. Um, yeah, they all run well. So what's their progression from the emancipation? Um, realistically, it's like their grand final. Roots is grand final today, so she's won a grand yep. final. So then you look at, I don't know, race like a Tats Tiara in Queens and something like that, which is a group one, which would be the pinnacle. Um, and and obviously a tissues, she's it'd be hard for her to back up in a Doncaster mm-hmm. after that. And fine point, she's similar to Roots, she'll pick up one of these races. She was well presented obviously here today. Um, I rode her first up and she was off the bridle the whole way at that shorter trip and then um, I thought she was okay second up, maybe had the edge off her a fraction, but 1500 around here, perfect. She jumped well, she executed really well, so she was able to have the, the right spot at the right time and um, just used her turn of speed there halfway up and she really quick and well like a nice mare. Okay, Lavonde going there, alcohol free going there. This is the $10 million purchase. They had options like the TJ, uh, but they'll go to the mile of the Queen of the Turf. Fangirlands who got you to the Doncaster, a tissue maybe to the Queen of the Turf. Uh, hope in your heart, probably the Doncaster? Yeah, I don't know. No. And uh, Espiana probably runs... Yeah, well, there, there, there's a lot of Doncaster maybes there. Yeah. But, but uh, Levante definitely. and Alcohol Free appear as the as the big two that we know that are going there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's the Queen of the Turf. OK, we've got the, uh, the Bailieu. We'll go back and have a look at the two-year-olds next. Okay, also in the Steelers report yesterday, there was just a couple of updates on a few of the uh, horses. Lazago, who struck interference in the Golden Slipper, uh, the stables reported satisfaction with the post-race condition of the filly, so she's come through that. I'm not sure about learning to fly. Hopefully she's recuperating well, because she was the, the one that we were most worried about. Red Resistance is going for a spell. Okay. She, a, a late scr- a, a scratching on the morning Race of the Golden morning. Slipper. And Joe Pride reported Eduardo's been sent for a freshen-up and won't participate any further in the Autumn Carnival. I think he's going to Brisbane Fair enough, with Eduardo. A good option with him too. Yes. Uh, now let's go to the Bailieu. Here is a Godolphin Quinella, as we pick them up coming around the home turn. Amur and Inhibitions. Waverley was third. Yeah, they've had a big year with the two-year-olds, Godolphin and Quinella this race as well. He's a tough competitor. He'd had the toughen up run at the 1400 and franking the Victorian sires form, uh, which V8 comes out of to next week. So. He carried the 59. I know he got the brakes, but he was too good. Inhibitions, very honest, tried hard. Waverley likely improve prover probably once further again. Yeah, I reckon once further, Waverley. Um, I was interested to see um, Chris Waller's runner, um, Fighter Town. Slow away, he's got a bit of learning to do. There's something about that horse that I really like. Uh, yeah. He's a, he's a really nice horse. Look, he's really green. Yeah. Still got to put it together, but I just, I know he's beaten a long way, but he, he just, I don't know, there's something about him. Waverley, I thought, was a great run. Um, another great, you know, tactical ride by Nash. Put the horse in the right spot, right time. And, uh, yeah, it was just a, a good little race. And Nash is going to miss day one, of course. With yes, he got suspension Friday night again, 12 meetings. Yeah. So he, he's, uh, he'll think the world's against him at the moment. Uh, he'll be back for day two, hopefully. Uh, let's go and hear from uh, Beedman and Rewilla. A team effort all, all, all round, um, you know, and this horse is not, not, not the easiest horse to handle on race days and the team have done a tremendous job with him and, and sent him up in fine order. Um, as we said, you know, he did a lot of his prep work here in Sydney at, at Crown Lodge and went to Melbourne and won his first couple down there. So, um, look, he, where, where, wherever he's been, he's, he's made his presence felt and he was able to have that nice cushy run in, today, in, in, in the race today and now he's a stakes winner and um, I'm sure there's bigger and better things in store for him. Full credit to the stable, mate, really. Um, you know, she got that length on me when we were getting a little bit shuffled about there after straightening, and it took him a little while to balance back up. Look, I, I was still quite confident. I just tried to um, really conserve him as much as I could, and then from the 150, you know, I've had to use his class a bit to make sure he got home. Well, let's go to the uh, Neville Selwood now. This uh, horse, Zarek, is flying. He, the stablemate, Mount Popper, won this race last year and ran third in the Queen Elizabeth. It was different circumstances. I think this race last year, they called them off after this race because yeah. 
the track was underwater. But he did run third in the Queen Elizabeth. Now, they have aspirations similar with Zarek. I would too. Yeah. Uh, this is an enormous win. They didn't go that hard. Sectionally, they've come home very quick, so I don't need to pick up the go looking for the sectional times to tell me he's one of the stars of the day. Um, that's a sensational win. He's really in the zone. He went a little bit straighter yesterday. You know what? He's 50 to 1 in the Queen Elizabeth. He should not be a 50 to 1 chance. He's a, he's a 15 to 1 chance, honestly. I thought they may have been a little bit tempted to ride him a little bit further forward yesterday. So did I. Yeah, but I, when I seen Timmy Clark drag him out the back, it was. It's quite arrogant, really. It was a, a terrific win. I thought it was a win of the day. Yeah, close to it for sure. Sunshine Rising just doesn't finish off the 2000. Gear Up was a, an encouraging uh, Aussie debut, and, and Benno was much better yesterday. Keep your eyes to the uh, right of screen here. This is Fancy Man, who was being very fancy. He wanted to give Athabaskan a love bite. <laughs> right on the line. Just go back and show that again. So he was warned for uh, attempted... Uh, Attempting to savage the other horse, uh, fancy man. Yes, the two couple of stallions having a little crack at it. Well, there's only one having a crack at the other, but uh, yeah, that happens now and again when they start rubbing shoulders. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth uh, market coming up shortly, though. Let's hear from Michael Hawkes and Tim Clark. Even last start, you reverse the barriers around, and he probably just wins. And uh, like we just said to Tim, ride your own race. You know, you might have to go back. And I'd just love to see him draw a barrier because if he was able to draw a barrier, he'd just be closer, relaxed. Um, he's got such a brilliant turn of foot. He really has, and he's just really starting to go places, this bloke. And I know last preparation didn't really probably go to plan, but this time he's done nothing wrong, and he's just getting better and better. So what is next for him? Is he Could he be a Queen Elizabeth horse? Could he could he extend this, uh, this distance range that he's got? We tried to extend him last time, and it didn't work. And I know as horses get older, uh, they do in some preparations, but Look, 2,000 metres at Randwick, uh, you know, he's got an explosive turn of foot yeah. and that's something with uh, these middle distance horses have and he's got it, he's just getting better, but it's a tough race, but it's worth four million. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's, I think it's worth five now. Well, yeah. well, five, it's even better, <laughs> but you know, you've got to take the likes of Animo and those horses on, I get it, but yep. you've got to be in it to win it and that's what we're here for and first of all, let's enjoy today, but... Nonetheless, the horse is actually going great. And, you know, the ownership group in this horse in particular have been very, very solid. Um, they've done everything right. They've just been patient and they're starting to get the reward. I think, you know, if you had a Drew Lowy, you would have been able to take up a position easily, but he's probably not the sort of horse you can give a message to and then he, he won't come back for you. And We've seen that one other day. Yeah, exactly. So that, I was mindful of that, but I just had to trust how well the horse is going, ride him to his pattern and um, have faith in that he had enough... Enough of a turn of foot to pick him up, which he did. Tom Mark and gear up. Yep, uh, ran super. Probably just wants a bit more cut in the ground and down here. He's going to get over a bit further, but real good first up run. Brett Preble, Benno. Yeah, much better today. A little bit of moisture in his track. He really appreciates that. Chad Schofield, fancy man. Good run. Um, we were caught wide early, so I had to come back. Got a bit out sprinted at the top of the straight, but he really revved up nicely and he was very good through the line. Brenton Avdella, third round. Uh, face value probably a bit disappointing, but I just think he. Might want the shades back off. I've been tripping. Probably a track that we've been cut out. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Day two. It's going to be worth waiting for. Oh, is it's it going right? to be worth waiting for? Yeah. So the, the big two at the top from Slipper Day. And Unicorn Line is the Japanese horse that's coming in. Uh, Mr. Brightside is there as well, though he's likely to run in the Doncaster. Have another crack at that. Uh, would Rogie consider maybe? Backing up sharp and smart if all goes to plan in the oh, derby. Everything's, Ro everything's on the <laughs> table, <laughs> Roger. <laughs> uh, protagonist Doncaster. Yes. And it looks like you'll make the field. Can we go over? Just go through the the other the other pages here. We'll get to Zarek, who will be, unless they've changed overnight, 50 to 1. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But he's um here it is now. Alligator blood. I reckon he's improved too, Alligator Blood. Yeah, but he, he, I wonder if he runs in the Doncaster. Um, a lot depends. See, they, uh, some of these horses have got other assignments, and yeah. they may they may back up if they go on day one. Yes, there he is, there fifty he to is. one. Yeah, fifty to one. That's massive overs. Fifty to one. So we've got two horses at two dollars fifty: Dubai Honor and Animo, and the Japanese have arrived. Uh, let's move on to the Star Kingdom. Here's Bacchanalia. 
Yeah, well, this was just, we get these races now and again where they just, the, they judge them so well up front. Just nothing made one inch of ground. It was all about the on paces here, and there was two races like that. And uh, once, uh, yeah, the horse missed the start, the top weight, we own a smart yeah, we'll one. We'll show you that in a moment, yeah. Yeah, that, that took the sting out of the race. Yeah. So these these on paces, back and early, just got the right run, set up well for him. He, he and he just, was too good for him on the day. Gets the bob of the head in. Clemenceau was good, just missing. Well, what else do we want to say? Cold Crush is ready to win now. Yeah. He'll be toughened up with the blinkers on next time, probably 1,400. And and it was just nothing. Just total forgives everything out the back here, considering the sectionals of this race. Here's what happened to Wiona a smart one at the start, a horse that was going to go forward. You're watching barrier number seven. seven. We'll go back and have another look at that. But he went down on his nose. He was lucky to uh, stay on his feet. We own a smart one. Barrier seven we're looking at. He just goes yeah. bang. Yeah. yeah, so that's Puts him out, of out of business straight away. Straight away. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rodeo, Darren Beban and Rachel King. I think tipped the second horse there. Did you watch the race with Brown? <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of deja vu. It was sort of old bull, young bull yeah. combination. And um, <laughs> he was cheering home Hawks, his horse. And... Um, yeah, the old ball got up on the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you just yeah, you never count your chickens before they hatch, and um, so <laughs> we're having a nice ding dong in the, in the weighing room, Brownie and myself. But no, full credit to the horse. Um, lovely, no, lovely, smooth ride by Rachel. Lightweight. Um, he, he won the Bert Lily, uh, you know, very impressively last start, first up, and had a lot, lot in reserve. So that that stood him in good stead today. But very honest, consistent galloper. Um, and as always, put his best foot forward. Yeah, I was definitely happy to have that 53 on, on my back. Um, but the horse was super. He began well, put himself in a beautiful spot and just travelled really well the whole way. And I knew he was still had that little bit more to give sort of from, from the furlong home. And he showed how tough and um, just, yeah, tough and honest he is. Rightio, now we go to the Doncaster Prelude. Uh, Bandersnatch, so the, the Hawkstable had a good day. Zarek emerges as a Queen Elizabeth contender and Bandersnatch now gets into the Doncaster with 51 kilos. Yep, and he is dominant here. Uh, this is another race very hard to make up ground considering they've come home in 33.98. And he just put himself in a perfect uh, position, uninterrupted passage, different to last time where he got no room yeah. to move and it was easy work. Doncaster's a different race with more pressure. Wellwell's ready to back now. Uh, that will toughen him up for sure. Like the way he's come back now, putting two together, and Dye Mills come up well. Uh, there's a couple of good runs there for later on, New Magnate. Um, there's a few there, but a dominant performance. He just loved the way that race was run. Yeah, it was all about Vandersnatch yesterday. He just controlled the race. Brenton Abdullah put him in when he wanted, but like you said, he just got all the luck yesterday where he had absolutely no luck last time out. It's the last chance the very last chance to get into the Doncaster because it's a it's a win and you're in race. But no horse has ever done the double. Here's Michael Hawkes. Great effort. The horse has been flying. Um, we've just tried to place him in the best possible races we could. If anyone wants to have a look last start, he probably was the best thing beat of all time. But today on paper, probably the barrier, a lot of people might have thought it was ordinary, but for us it was probably worked out to be really good. He could just take his time, get across. Brenton, he, he rides his horse perfect. I know a lot of people have had goes at him, but he just has an association that um, only Bandersnatch and Brenton will ever know. He just gets the best out of him, and he's just kicked, and he's won well. You've won Doncaster, so realistically, what are his chances with 51? You know what? Uh, Brutal was our last Doncaster winner, and he drew an ordinary barrier, and, and he had a light weight. Takes a good horse to do it. Uh, Bandersnatch, he's got a light weight. He's a progressive horse. He's always been thereabouts, and... I think it's a, an even sort of race to a degree and just needs a decent run. And but it's a bit wet, he likes that too. But uh, the horse is flying and honestly, he's, he's a good chance. Crosstalk drawn to our inside. We were just going to take our time and probably end up outside him. But he's a quirky sort of horse. You don't really ride him for a position. I just tend to throw the reins at him. And he's a horse that, you know, you have any contact with him, you can sort of throw his head back at you. So, you know, he threw it back once at me, which is a, that's a result. But um, I felt in control a long way out. He's a horse that, you know, sometimes I've hit him, he's curled up under me, so I know him pretty much back to front. I think he knows me, so I just let him do his thing and he was spot on for the day. 51 in the Doncaster? Yeah, same, mate.
<laughs> yeah, see you, mate. Uh, 20 runners, so we'll know this final field on Tuesday morning, and then at 9.30, this will be the first barrier draw that we do, live on Sky Thoroughbred Central, the Doncaster, followed by the Derby, and then the other championship races come out, the, the size and the TJ. Uh, that's the, the first page, and it's very strong. No doubt, no doubt. That's the Doncaster. Here's the second page. Ossipenko, he's going there. Vandersnatch gets in. He was $100 into $26 for the uh, the Doncaster Mile. All right, we'll take a break. We'll uh, come back. Still a couple of races to look at at Rose Hill yesterday. Okay, uh, two more races to uh, look at. Let's go back to the first. This was a reward for Astero. He'd been... He'd been working up to a win. Yeah, and all he needed was a barrier and a good ride, and that's exactly what he got. He, he can be a little hard to ride. I've seen him on occasions, yeah. but he had a, a go at having getting on the bit, but he was just covered away beautifully. He, here, he did, you know, and I'm going to keep wrapping these kids up, yeah. but oh, well, Zach, Zach Lloyd, like, he, he's, he's had his fair share of suspensions, and to be on and off the field, you, you know, like he gets a little bit itchy and he can pull the trigger and he can, you know, pull the left rein and not put his blinker on and do a few things wrong. But he, I love the way that he tippy-toed through the run there, just took his time, he got the horse to settle, he had a great day on Wednesday. Um, he's just riding unbelievably well, this kid. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't come back rusty, does he? No, he, he, just, <laughs> he hits the mark as soon as he gets yeah. back. And it's quite, it's a hard thing to do, you know, when, you, when you're sitting on the sidelines that often, um, you can be quite, quite rusty when you get back, but he doesn't. Within one week, he's went from third favourite in, uh, in, the, in the apprentice's title to odds on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In one week. This, and it's not over. No, it's no, not over. It's no. not over because no. there's these, Things happen. These three, uh, particularly, at the top of the apprentice's table. Let's go to the last. Here he is again, Lloyd. And this is Tamerlane. Oh, this was just a gift. Yeah. It was a gifted race. Yeah. Um, he just... Everything went to script. It looked at no speed race on paper. It doesn't always work out that way, but it did. So he capitalised on it. He was too good. Maotai's going really well. And I think uh, Ita was honest as usual, second up, and Wicklow was very good first up. The favourite substantial, I want to give a, another chance. He was just too aggressive, and I think he was just uh, a bit fresh only after one trial. So I'm not giving up on him. Mm. Well, that is Rose Hill yesterday, and Duff, now our attention turns to the championships. And there's so many great things to look forward to. Well, it's just not the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. I think the, f the fashion... The fashion, the way these trainers are getting behind, you know, uh, putting their best gear on, and I think the hats are the thing. You know, we've had trainers just excel, but the emperor's coming to town. Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, Yoshido Yahagi, now he is the hatchback. If he goes to the top shelf, he's unbeatable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the purple number, he's got yes. everything. Yes. He, he is the king. But we have got... They've really stepped up to the mark a few of our trainers, especially James. Now, he's got the Amish look here. I think that's his lucky hat, so there's a chance that that could back up. Right. Um, Was that uh, worn by Ca for Cascadian yesterday? I think it might have been. Right. Or, or it might have been a similar version, at least. Yep. So, But he's, uh, he's taken the challenge. He's, he's, taken, he's up to the challenge. He's, he's taken up the challenge. And then you've got this man who's come from nowhere. <laughs> We've just rejuvenated this bloke in Sydney. Look at me. He's clean shaven. He's got the, uh, the Amish look. Um, <laughs> he, 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 look, it's going to be a great battle. A great battle. <laughs> and I don't know if any sort of dandy Andy can come out of the crowd. <laughs> it could be brown. It yeah. could be brown. Oh, Lucky out. <laughs> You're ready challenge to go. Is on. The challenge You're is ready on. To the go. challenge is on. Uh, that's uh, that's nice and rich. You doing the. Uh the, the form for people who wear hats because you refuse to <laughs> no, wear one. No, no. It's no, not no. your go, is it's it? It's not my go. It's not your go. Well, it's rude Imagine me in a top hat. I'd love to go to Royal Ascot, but oh, I'm just too scared. I would, I would pay for the suit and the hat. I'd pay for the suit and the hat. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with uh, more on the other side of this. There 
on the turn. Irish Kisses, Conrad, Soloist, Oakfield Arrow, and acquitted with a lightning move around the outside. Crossed the Rubicon's, got off its back to the outside, but acquitted. Dash for home, crossed the Rubicon, ran to second. It's acquitted in front from Cross the Rubicon, acquitted in front, and acquitted. What a ride! Kobe Jennings took off mid race and steals the Polytrack Midway Provincial Championship qualifier from Wyong. Acquitted first. Cross the Rubicon's run second. Yeah, really nice ride from Kobe. You know, as you say, he used that initiative mid-race there when they were going really pedestrian speed down that back straight. And, you know, he allowed him to stride into the race quite freely and it's a pretty solid win in the end. He's a talented horse on his day, Danny. Yeah, no doubt about it. When, when he wins, he wins impressively and he, he certainly did that today and it's good to see him racing really well. He probably mapped out to probably be the best horse in the race and I was very happy with a three-wide line especially later on in the day with a heavy track and with the drizzle of rain it's falling apart on the inside so and then just from there on I sort of got on my bike and really made it a test and he proved to be the, the superior horse. She's been going terrific this time in and um, you know I wanted to target these races as many horses I could and uh, look she's put her hand up she ran great first up and uh, ran terrific again today sort of against the bias of the track and um, you know, slow away again, it's just sort of, we tried, we put a blanket on her, it hasn't helped us, um, it's just her, so we've got to live with that, but um, yeah, she's going really well and it's uh, obviously great to get in the final. We always knew that she has a bit of ability there, um, she's just to her own merit, she's the biggest nightmare out of those barriers, she doesn't clear the best, but today we're fortunate we got on to the back of the favourite and the winner uh, dragged us into the race and we got a really nice swoop and run into it. She's going to be a nice little chance in that race at the tips tempo. And there was the great Kevin Langby yeah. in the background. In the background there. Uh, Rodeo, we've got one more race to go. That is the wild card. Up until now, it's been the first two into the final. We get to the wild card, the three, first three. The trifecta will go into the final on day two of the championships. Kayobi was great at Gosford. Short Shorts was brilliant. And acquitted just comes into calculations now. It's taking shape, isn't it? It's looking good. It's looking real good with some impressive heat winners and mm. horses in the market that have been winning. So it's going to be a great final. But the first day will be Country Championships uh, Day and we've got three equal favourites. And they are Testator Silence, Talbragar and Akasawa. So Nick Haywood on Testator, McDonald on Talbragar, Bullock on Akasawa. He starts favourite now with the booking. He's just too popular, McDonald. So yep. Talbragar will start favourite. Yep. Uh, Smooth Esprit will be McAvoy, uh, but that's a final field, and that barrier draw will be out on Wednesday. And looking forward to it. So we are we're six days away from what a day! Yeah. What a day! The next few weeks is going to be amazing. Yep. Day, we'll have a 90-minute show this time next Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.